1: Hey y'all, I'm Dustin,
0: and I'm Kaylin, and welcome to Libations
1: and Revelations. Welcome back. Howdy.
0: I don't know another way to say hi.
1: All right, welcome (laughs) to Libations
0: and Revelations. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. We are your hosts.
1: With nearly the most. Sometimes. Yeah. And today, we're drinking Montucky cold snacks. It's
0: beautiful. Honey, beautiful
1: art. fetch me a cold one. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm already drinking one.
0: <laughs> but I did want to kind of give a little bio yeah. on Montucky cold snack, just because I like what they stand for and what they do as well. What do they stand for? Well, they were actually founded in 2012 by two gentlemen named Chad Zeitner and Jeremy Gregory and in Montana, which will connect with our show for today. And it started their brewery. But what I really like is they actually give 8% of their proceeds back into various charities and local causes, not only in Montana but all over the United States. Oh, that's awesome. Even in Texas actually. Wow. Yeah. And so you can like submit a donation request form. And they do a lot for the LGBTQ community. Um and they have like a featured nonprofit and all these organizations they work with, like human rights and I think even like a local
1: They're just good people, sounds like. Yes. Way better than us. Yeah. So. Well, I definitely
0: want to give them a shout out and let's see how I feel about the beer.
1: I, lo- I I've always actually I've been into this beer a couple of years now.
0: Since 2012.
1: No, like <laughs> 2019.
0: Okay. Ah, some would say that's a it's <clears throat> a cold snack.
1: As crisp as the Montucky mountains.
0: Or this little cute. Horse. I don't
1: think that's actually a mountain range. <laughs> but this beer is the unofficial beer of Montana. Yeah. It's it's good. It's great.
0: Oh, I didn't realize they have different art on the other side. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's light, crispy. It's my word of the day.
1: Okay, so Montana. Montana. Probably wondering, is that a real state? It is. It is actually a real state. Um, That's not the conspiracy. So, (laughs) for
0: people wondering that.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure some. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Have you ever been to Montana?
0: Um, maybe.
1: No. How do you know it's real?
0: I think I may have been there. We traveled a lot when I was a kid. Like, drove around a lot.
1: That's middle so. class life.
0: Teacher. Teacher parents.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. So, for today's light and uplifting and wholesome conspiracy, <laughs> I need everybody to close their eyes. Close your eyes, and I want you to think back. And you can leave your shirt on. You don't have to take it off this time. Because <laughs> um, you might be at a Denny's. But um, think back. The years are sometime between 2008 to 2016. It's a big stretch. It is, but think back. Kay. Just think about where you were at that any of those eight years. It's probably in junior high. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. My shirt's off, so I don't want you to open them. Um, and... Barack Hussein Obama is president, and he just declared martial law. And you're getting taken to a FEMA camp to be indoctrinated by Sharia law. What is that? And communism. Ooh. I don't really know, but <coughs> that was a very popular theory at the time. Okay. There was a huge stretch of time. And I, I really brought this up um, because I felt like it got memory hold. That Obama was going to put us all in FEMA camps.
0: For what purpose?
1: Well, that's for being a patriot, for loving America. And I know you're kind of rolling your eye. You're you're you were born in '95, so how old were you when Barack Obama got elected president?
0: making me do math. Um, Was he elected in 2008? Yeah. So then I would have been like 15. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. So like um, not like, politically
1: aware.
0: Probably about as politically aware as I am now. Oh, so. okay.
1: So, I was, so I, was, I was 19 in 2008. Um, then I was I, 18 in 2008. And then I
0: was like 13. No, you were not 18. We have a seven-year age difference.
1: I was born in 88. Yeah. Wow, well, so this I've been is sad that we can't do simple yeah, math. Yeah. I used I was to 19. teach too, so. <laughs> I was 19 years old when Barack Obama was elected president. Uh, I was actually in Iraq.
0: So then I definitely was in junior high.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I don't even remember. You know, well, I admittedly had other priorities at that time. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, and I'll be kind of transparent about this. I came home, got out of the Army, and I really fell into some of these conspiracy holes. And Obama rounding up Americans and putting them in FEMA camps was one of them? I kind of bought into it for a little while. Really? Yeah, you That's know, how, like people lay in bed not at night. Something I would admit. <laughs> you know how they're like embarrassed because they accidentally said like "Enjoy your meal" back to the waiter, mm-hmm. and they have like that moment of cringe. I have that, but it's with believing goofy ass conspiracy theories. Which is why we're here. <clears throat> it is, but <clears throat> so I, why I, Montana? Like so, yeah. So I thought this whole thing about Obama. You know one of the things that drives me crazy about conspiracy theories is they just get alleged and nobody ever walks it back when it doesn't come true. Mm-hmm. And we were all going to get put in FEMA camps and martial law was going to get declared and patriots were going to be rounded up and nobody ever walked it back and I this is memory hold. Well, I started digging into it. It's not really memory hold. This is just a recurring conspiracy theory that pops up every couple of years. Really? It's it's not just Obama. It's it was it's been since FEMA has has been brought into existence. So, so why do you think you heard so much
0: about it during like Obama's presidency? We'll, we'll get into all that. Okay, but okay. so
1: so this story it starts with FEMA, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: FEMA is is brought into uh, it's it's brought into creation under Jimmy Carter, and he passes it with an executive order um, in 1978. And really, it was two executive orders that basically kind of chartered FEMA as a emergency management and response organization.
0: Federal Emergency Management.
1: Right. And the idea being okay. that in the event of a natural disaster or something along those lines, a nuclear war, extreme civil disturbance, hurricanes, there's a a, a, a system in place to assist with funding and bringing resources when state and local resources got overwhelmed. So like e, when that,
0: like New Orleans and all, like yeah, evacuations and stuff. you know, obviously th- okay. that, yeah. a
1: hurricane of that scope was too great for just the, the state of New Orleans alone to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wanted something to come in and, and also provide federal relief um, and, and help with that charter. And in the event of a disaster on federal property, um, this is a emergency management agency um, and it was like I said, was found in nineteen seventy eight. But it has long been alleged that FEMA camps were going to be where patriots and right wing Americans and you know anybody with anti government feelings were rounded up and taken to. And that kind of all started in Montana.
0: Wait, hold on, pause. So patriots, so like our God. Fearing, loving Americans would also be rounded up with people who are anti-America?
1: Government. An- anti-government. Think libertarians and right-wingers.
0: Huh. But you would put those with people who were pro-government.
1: No, pro, it's a, pro-government pro is just the government. There's no such thing as pro-government. So
0: patriot just, okay.
1: Patriot's pro-America. I Ameri- gotcha. understand that in the broader <laughs> scope of American political life and ideology, being an American is not synonymous with being pro-government.
0: Okay. That's gotcha. just a
1: cultural thing and we can dig into that bag of apples later. Um, but the FEMA specifically was referenced um, by a militia group out of Montana in 1982. And it was a group called Posse Comitatus. And they published sort of like a, a, a monthly newsletter, if you will. Um, and they essentially alleged that FEMA would be the organization that would round up militant groups. Now, understand that in order to have any sort of militant movement, there has to be an enemy, right? Because Mm -hmm. you can't just be like, things are great, let's form an armed coalition. So there's an initial narrative that these people with these beliefs – would be at risk of the government apprehending them on behalf of their beliefs.
0: So you put everybody in that box, right?
1: And patriots but who, and who better in the account of a disaster, including a civil disturbance, it would be FEMA at that after their charter creation.
0: This is kind of smart on their part.
1: Yeah. So interesting. This militant movement starts publishing it, and it kind of takes off from there. <coughs> that, and what's important to understand is that the allegations of FEMA being the organization that would round up true-blooded American patriots is is really just a sequel to a long-running conspiracy of the government declaring martial law and rounding up Americans now
0: martial law basically means that they just take away your like basic rights. The government,
1: yeah, I mean, more or less. It, it just would be a restriction of freedoms, things of that nature.
0: I totally knew that. I just, you know, for <coughs> yeah, anybody at no. home who
1: didn't, um, <laughs> who didn't know. So, and, and, but what's so crazy to me is that the, the FEMA camp conspiracy theories is just like part two of the same shit that you've, that has long been floated. Um, and I dare do say, with This is a case of them being right. You know, a, a broken clock is, is tells the time twice. What is, what is that, what's that thing? Yeah,
0: said? it's like correct two uh, times in a God, day I'm a fucking idiot. Something a like blind that.
1: squirrel always finds a nut. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a saying. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Um, Maybe and yet. essentially, there's like a bizarre kernel in, of truth, right? Um, so the United States government, during World War II, after Japan attacked. Pearl Harbor, and we declared war on Japan, rounded up and interned Americans of of Japanese descent. Yeah. So during a time of crisis, this did happen. And in fact, if you look through United States history, we've declared martial law 68 separate times. Wow. There's the American Revolution. There's the Civil War. So there are times of incredible internal strife where the government has taken steps to, to quell or to suppress or to oppress specific groups they may deem may be a threat. I mean in World War One I, I feel like it
0: was more of a fear in World War Two with the Japanese, right? Right. Because they weren't, but, but they were
1: American citizens.
0: Yeah. But it wasn't even people that they had like hints of their them being involved with something nefarious. Didn't they just take people from their just homes? Just because
1: they were Japanese.
0: Yeah. I think Correct. they didn't they do a payout for that?
1: There were some reparations, but I don't think anything could really replace the trauma no, of being no. completely, you know, interned. And
0: like people's businesses and stuff. Yeah,
1: history. I mean the fallout from that was just catastrophic. Um in World War One, you know, they there were subversion acts passed and things of that nature. So it's not entirely without merit. What's interesting to me, however, is that this is sort of, and I want to kind of like lay my political cards on the table. I'm a moderate, right? Like, I hope everyone's having a fun time at the politics game. That's like <laughs> about the extent of my personal feelings. However, it's, it's kind of used as like a right wing far right. And I'm not talking about like, you know, good people who are Republicans because there's a lot of good people that are just Republicans. I'm talking about like the far right. Fuckheads, you know what I mean? The the, the crazy Alec Jones guys, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you kind of dig through the allegations and the actual classified documents of any purported rounding up of Americans, it would it's almost all exclusively designed to round up left-wing Americans. I mean, and there's evidence, I mean, very clearly publicly stated documents that these plans... Are due in fact exist. Um, REX 84, which is short for Readiness Exercise 1984, is, is a government drill designed to round up Americans who might be national security threats. Mm-hmm. Now, you can kind of use your powers of deduction and look back at 1984 and understand that Cold War, Soviet Union, that was probably geared towards any sort of left wing espousing ideologues. Um, and that was predicated on another program. Um, Garden Plot, um, which the U.S. Department of the Army Civil Disturbance Plan, this is public information, Mm. you can pull up the actual documents. Um, This was released in 2009, but it was written originally in 1968. It's essentially a concept plan of what to do in the event of large-scale civil disturbance, how to organize and effectively intern Americans who may pose a threat. Now any functioning nation state probably has and should have large-scale civil disturbance plans, right? You don't want the world to tear itself apart. Mm -hmm. So these things do exist, (coughs) Um, but they've almost exclusively been associated in the greater public um, conspiracy theory wings as as rounding up far right-wing activists.
0: So this, like, really got – I know we talked about this getting real big during Obama's election, Um, and I was kind of reading up on it myself, and I saw something about – in 2011, I don't know if you were going to talk about the Camille Marino, um, the – Article she wrote. W- who's
1: a left-wing activist? Yes, on the negotiation yes. is over. Yes, about, she's an animal rights activist.
0: Like the military was recruiting yes. guards for FEMA camps. Yes, and that stroked the fire,
1: right? Yes. Okay. Now she's probably one of the few prominent. I hate to use the word prominent. She's not prominent. Um, she she was a left-wing. So so while wow, this is in it, just in what you see in the conspiracy spheres, largely a conservative, or, or I'm sorry, not because it's not even conservatives. They're they're right-wing lunatics. Um, they are under the threat of, here's a left-wing psychopath effectively saying that, pointing this out. And, yeah. and there are some people, I've I, I got to be fair here. There are some, some loony lefties that also believe this, that the government is going to round up people and put them in emergency management camps.
0: So who is the guy? Because I do vaguely remember, like, some dude in like a car driving around with his phone, like recording, like abandoned
1: WalMarts or yeah, something. Yeah, fucking moron. <laughs> so <laughs> I hate that dude, and I hate anybody that ha- doesn't know what they're talking about. That's why I do not like to look in the mirror. <laughs> <clears throat> I, and and but one of the unique things about being in the military is that I don't know much, but but I I do have a familiarity with a couple of things. There was a lot of people that would show videos of trains full of military equipment being transported, you know, by rail because, spoiler alert, a 63-ton tank can't travel down your normal highway. Mm -hmm. So they're transported by rail, and they would post videos saying martial law is inbound. These videos on YouTube would get hundreds of thousands of views. Um, And then there was this preacher, and he's one of many. So I don't want to single him out as being, like, the lone idiot when there's multiple idiots involved. Um, was going to abandon Walmart's or I- places that had been closed, and filming himself saying this is going to be a FEMA site. Mm-hmm. So Who is he? I think his name was like Joshua Fuckstein. Okay, I don't think that that's actually maybe it was name. Joshua Fairstein or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's just a dipshit. You know, that's really the only way I know how to describe him. Um.
0: But he was, like, speculating where but they he would put people, was just one people, of many. Right? And,
1: like, it was a very popular thing. Um, and that was coming off the Alex Jones and the Glenn Beck um, conspiracy wings, which, interestingly enough, um, Glenn Beck said that he could not disprove the existence of FEMA camps. And then in 2015, actually did a uh, piece with a, an editor from Popular Mechanics, and they actually handily disproved one of the most popular FEMA uh, site videos um, as being a re-edited, re-uploaded, just piece of crap video. So that's
0: where is that the one where they like walked through that building to show that there was no like yeah. nef- like yeah. set up for? Yeah. And you were right; it is Joshua Fierstein. Oh, yeah, far right, and like he got famous for posting videos on social media where he, Well, I think initially. Is this the same guy?
1: Is he like dumb looking?
0: No, because he got he was I talked about him get like he got famous for discussing like same sex marriage and yeah, then the yeah. red holiday this cups. Is, is that is the just, same guy? Yeah, he, this is
1: just all part of his shtick, right? So he he's guys that. are all grifters okay. and and the more that they get riled people up, the, the better it is for them. And and he was one of those people who was out pointing out Walmarts saying this is where they're gonna now full disclaimer if i get taken to a fema camp at walmart i want to be executed next to the bargain bin of dvds so i just want that out there <laughs> i don't want to die in the garden section like some peasant
0: why would that make you a peasant
1: i want to be air conditioned when i go oh my God. start sweating in front of my killer it's embarrassing
0: <laughs> i don't think that it was joshua fierstein you're talking about the Jane, Jade Helm conspiracy, right? That's part
1: of it, though. That—that's well, that's not at all part of it. I digress. That's a whole other can of worms. Separate episode. Separate yeah. episode. Yeah.
0: No, the, I'm. But tra- all of
1: these kind of roll relate back to a bigger conspiracy of the government rounding citizens up, and that's exciting.
0: So are are we gonna get rounded up?
1: Do you love God in America? Sometimes. And adios, amigo. Hmm. See, that was the thinking, though. Hmm. That that and, and even I, you know, would would read these headlines and see things on, you know, I used to to read on InfoWars and stuff like that, but I had no ability to contextualize or understand nuance or, or even really think out the logistics of it. Um, you know, one of the big tropes with the FEMA camps was that it was going to be guarded by. UN and NATO troops simultaneously, which is hilarious because if you know anything about how those are organized, that's, I, I, what the hell are they going to get all these blue helmet dudes from? It's not happening. Just the logistics of it doesn't make sense.
0: This is a wild um,
1: deep dive though. Like, But if you were alive from 2008 to 2016, like this was a part of the political landscape. People really don't
0: like FEMA. There's even articles that they, like, started COVID.
1: Yeah, 100%. And it's bizarre. But I don't really think it's just FEMA. I think it's more of, like, an anti-government activist, which, like, you should be skeptical of your government. You know, you know what I mean? You don't, they've got all the power. They have a monopoly on violence. You should be skeptical. But I think that, for me, where it gets a little, like, goofy is that implying that they would be rounded up for their political beliefs when kind of oftentimes the architects of these programs share, I don't wanna say similar, but maybe have more in (coughs) common, I think. Oliver North helped develop one of these programs. Um, I would say he's probably more sympathetic.
0: Oh my God, they have an actual like mini movie called Camp FEMA American Lockdown.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was, dude. I'm telling you, that there this was a guy, time.
0: William Lewis films, and he is like, he makes conspiracy videos, and he made a 90 minute film, and he referenced the Japanese Americans yeah. being forced
1: to internment camps. Are you reading that SPLC, SPLC already? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where
0: they're talking about the fear of FEMA. If you guys want to want a good laugh, SPLCenter.org. We can link it in the bio. Yeah about like the air force bases and stuff. It is insane to me that people and it's like I don't know if they're it's like if they're trying to scare people or if they like truly believe. What is the what best way to trying? motivate
1: somebody to Well, act? yeah, I know. It's fear. fear. It's fear. But Fear's I'm just the saying like motivator.
0: what what's the end game? Like what do you get from this? What do you <sighs> win?
1: Well, I think for a lot of people you win I mean, the, one of the incredible things about Alex Jones and I think it's going to be a case study for so many reasons. I don't think many
0: people use incredible and Alex Jones in the
1: same. Uh, well, I think sometimes. from like a media perspective, <laughs> to watch his career take off, the more crazy and the more, you know, the, the further he went with it, there was a feedback leap of, of
0: rewards Any there. Any press is good press.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Alex Jones early days was like, I'm a build, you know, anti Bilderberg guy, the World Economic Forum, mm. 9-11 was an inside job. And then things... That's got to be an episode. Yeah, well... With Alex Jones. Yeah. But during that time, you know, 08 and stuff, I mean, 9-11 Loose Change documentary came out. So I feel like there was a lot of this anti-government conspiracy theory, and it was proliferating at a greater rate because of the internet, right? Mm -hmm. I could get on YouTube and watch these movies, where in the past, I would have to obtain a, a... a hard copy or whatever of it. So it became more accessible.
0: This is wild.
1: It is wild.
0: So do you you believe we're going to get swept up into camps?
1: That's like a hypothetical. I mean.
0: I'm saying, do you believe the conspiracy theory?
1: Well, after watching the first two episodes of The Last of Us, (laughs) they did all end up in camps so so here's the thing do i believe that the government absolutely has contingency plans in the event of extreme extreme civil disturbances or nuclear war or whatever to to probably herd which they would have to what do you do if all of a sudden
0: a zombie fungus well think about you're in the
1: city center of houston where do those people go in the event of a disaster. Walmart. Yeah, the Walmart. You 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 provide the Walmart. You, you set up camps of some sort. Which should be pointed out, FEMA has largely been criticized as kind of sucking at, so, you know, helping in disasters.
0: Probably because there's a bigger motive here.
1: Probably so. Yeah. So, do I think that in the event of a of a massive civil disturbance, I mean which which we saw in 2020, right? We literally had COVID. We had a global pandemic. You couldn't go anywhere. That was a thing. Yeah. And people protested. Yeah. They didn't go to camps. Like a handful got arrested. Yeah. You know, for like the most flagrant violations or whatever. But like a lot of people kind of just fucked off and nothing really happened for it. Which is cool, whatever, you know. But it doesn't hold any water to me but specifically that you would be rounded up based on your political beliefs. Because people post a lot of crazy shit on the internet. Yeah. And like, unless you're like, threatening to directly kill an elected representative, you don't like get much flack for it.
0: Yeah. So where do you land on this? Like, do you think?
1: I land on it with another Montucky cold snack. Hell yeah, brother.
0: pretty good Thank you. that's one-handed yeah hmm so I mean I don't I guess part it depends on the question you're asking as far as if I believe in this or like how drunk I would need to be I mean I, I'm finished one of these just about which I think this is like a four percent beer maybe hmm. what is this
1: well I think the better question is is I think if you took the politics out of it, yeah, I do think the government, in the event of like severe, significant civil disturbances, would probably launch some sort of plan to control the population. I
0: thought ABV had to be put on beer.
1: Not if you're in the woods of Montucky.
0: Oh, damn, it's really bothering me. It's got to be light. It's it got to be light. It's only like
1: like four. 20, percent, 4.8%. Yeah.
0: I don't know why in my head that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, Or what, like, yeah. So, so I de- definitely don't have to be drunk to believe it, but like I don't think because I love or don't love America I'd be put somewhere. Yeah. To me that's be a, too many people. That's a,
1: that's a made-up conspiracy theory.
0: So you've just proven it. Yeah. Without having to go into any of these abandoned Walmarts.
1: That's too bad. Like I said, finish me off by the... Bargain bin, not in the garden section.
0: What movie would you want like playing next to you as you fell?
1: Mm, Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> one of the greatest movies I've ever seen.
0: I like the, no hesitation. So. But
1: like I said, there's there's a kernel of truth to this whole thing.
0: Yeah, they've done it before.
1: So. Yeah. we will do it again, maybe.
0: If we have a war.
1: Or nuclear disaster, part of FEMA's charter,
0: or a zombie apocalypse.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I believe it.
1: You believe that they'll round people up for being far right? No. No. Oh.
0: No, I I could see a situation like you said, like done in the past, where they round people up to handle like fear or. Whatever situation. So, like, I could get, like you said, the kernel of truth, and we just stroke the fire.
1: Yeah, genuinely, I think you probably could have gotten away with rounding up commies, like, in the 60s.
0: So, is the whole— I don't think you could get away the with, that. with The whole no. thing with the—like, they played on the fear of, like, Obama's a Muslim, so if you're not a Muslim, you're going to— Yeah. Which,
1: makes which interestingly enough, Retired General Wesley Clark actually— Insisted on interning Muslims during the war on terror. So, yeah, I, I did read <laughs> that again. It's like there's a kernel, there seems yeah. to be, but it doesn't seem to be aimed at, at right wing extremists, it seems to be more at other groups.
0: Yeah. So, what scale? What do you need? What do you need? How many Montucky cold snacks would you have to drink to buy into the Walmart FEMA
1: camps? Oh, the Walmart FEMA camps? Yeah, no, not a Walmart way.
0: But like to to buy into like if you're a you know the Amer- like a god-fearing american political
1: fili- it it un- it would have to be under the auspices of like
0: I need a numerical number. How many Montauk Oh no, it cold it, it would
1: have to be based on on an if if for whatever reason a bizarre fringe group of really far right dudes started launching really significant attacks getting away. Yeah, would that would be the only way they would do
0: probably it. Probably 15 Montucky cold snacks in Alex Jones. I like, probably could question some shit. Don't look disappointed. Alex Jones, Like guess, you know, gets
1: so powerful. Powerful?
0: You know, like the way he speaks, like he yells. And so I could feel like if I had a really strong buzz and he's like just throwing shit at me verbally. Not like physically, like verbally, just throwing things out and showing me videos. Yeah,
1: but he's he's bullshit. Like, like listen, he, but he but just he the, just the says things. But the scale things. is
0: like, how drunk do you have to be yeah. to like kind of f- to? But he doesn't get say any facts. This. He just okay. yells things. Why I said fifteen Kentucky yeah.
1: quarterbacks. So
0: that's it. That's, that's where I'm at.
1: Do you think Obama was going to round us up in FEMA camps?
0: I mean, he didn't. So how do you know? How do we know? You you
1: don't even remember the time. You said so yourself. There might be Americans out there right now who need to
0: rescue. I guess we got a deep dive. Got our work cut out for us. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us for another half hour where we ramble about (laughs) conspiracy theories. We are the equivalent of Alex Jones. But yeah, thanks for joining us for another episode of Libations and Revelations where we.
1: Kick it on Rogue Media.
0: Yeah, we ramble at each other and drink alcohol.
1: Yeah, um, huge shout out to Montucky Cold Snacks.
0: Yeah,
1: and huge shout out to Rogue Media and in and
0: Mon- and the, the beautiful state of Montana.
1: I believe it's actually Montucky. Says on the camp. And Obama. And Obama. Bless that yeah. Do you think up. they have Montucky cold snacks at the FEMA camp? Yeah, I hope so. Like so. you get a little sandwich and a cold snack when you could put it in your cell.
0: <laughs> That's not that bad?
1: That'd be kind of cool.
0: You can uh, find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts, Rogue Media, obviously. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any recommendations on any rambling deep dives you'd like us to talk about in the future. Yeah, let just, us know.
1: just for um, clarity, mm-hmm. this is our first podcast. Clearly. And we know the first four episodes are going to suck.
0: So it only gets better from here.
1: Criticism is welcome. Mm, um, not to me. I, I get. No, I was going to suggest criticizing my wife, not me. <laughs> um, and I will continue to insult everyone I can meet. Yeah, but
0: you know, if you do feel sympathy, give us a yeah. review, subscribe, and suggest. Follow some us booze. on socials. Yeah, yeah, suggest some booze and some episodes, and we'll do our best to cover
1: them. All right, guys. Till next time. Till next time. Stay skeptical. I like that. That's my, st- that's my tagline. Yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Libations and
0: Revelations.
1: Be sure to find us
0: on anywhere you get your podcasts and on Rogue Media Network.
1: Thank y'all and cheers. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.